Welcome to Why We're Fans. I'm Duran, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Gennaro. In all of our episodes, we cover the past, present, and the future of all your favorite NFL football teams. We love hearing your stories, talking the NFL draft, and reminiscing about the good old days. If you like the same, be sure to subscribe to this channel and like this episode. And leave a comment below if you want to answer any of our questions. Follow us on Twitter to stay up to date on our latest interviews. And like we always say, win or lose, we're all fans. Enjoy this episode. And welcome back to another episode of Why We're Fans. Again, it's your hosts, Gennaro and Duran Munez. Duran, how's it going today, bud? You know, it's uh, kind of bittersweet. The season's coming to an end, but it's the best game of the year. Um, and none of our teams are in it. So uh, <laughs> we might have to do a loser's party where we all come together and watch it. But uh, I don't know who you're rooting for, G, but go Chiefs. Uh, more excited about the Pro Bowl than I just <laughs> you know saying a lot, but yeah. this does help. So shout out to Hen House for providing us for the beer today. Um, yeah, man, it was bittersweet, uh, especially to go out how the Niners lost last week. That was Two a tough one. Quarterbacks in one game. I can't recall that ever happening. Uh, got to the point where Christian McCaffrey almost got the quarterback's helmet and started playing quarterback. Uh, might have done some better there. So I'm not too sure there, but um. Uh, that's the past t- now, so on to offseason. <laughs> so now it's time to uh, scout the college, look at the senior bowl this year, uh, East Shrine game, et cetera, et cetera. So, yep. I think I got a step ahead of you, but whenever you're ready, let's talk some draft. All right. We can do that for sure. Uh, but without further ado, we got a fan on, uh, the 2022 Miami Dolphins fan of the year, that is. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Allie Goodman. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and congratulations again on becoming the fan of the year. That's a huge accomplishment. I think you're. We also had the Chargers fan of the year on here too. So yes, uh, you're in good company with awesome. uh, Enrique. Yes, awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting him in just a week. Oh my, I can't even believe it's uh, a week yep. now. <laughs> yep, you guys are all getting together. I mean, uh, so what's the plan? Right. Yeah, so they have like a whole itinerary, you know, pre-planned for us. I um, like it. Like as soon as we get off the plane, we're literally getting ready for the NFL honors so that we just jump right into it. And it's going to be it's going to be amazing. I'm I'm not sure if I'm more stoked about the NFL honor ceremony or the Super Bowl itself, because I mean, that's just all of the stuff they have planned for us is really cool. So um, we have that ceremony, which is obviously like when the NFL fan of the year will be crowned. Um, but yeah, that's like a super awesome event. You know, the who's who of the NFL, you know, I'm mm. going to be fangirling the entire time. I'm going to be taking a million pictures and just seeing who we get to meet out there and stuff. So that's going to be cool. And then, uh, Saturday night, there's a sports illustrated party. So that's pretty cool. And like, both of these things are like red carpet style events, you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't really, you know, I don't know what I'm getting into, <laughs> um, but I'm excited. And then, you know, the big game. So there's all different things they have um, that we can do as well. Like the, the Super Bowl experience will be set mm-hmm. up there. So we get, you know, we t- got, got tickets to that. And then there's all different kinds of parties around town. So I'm just stoked. Like I cannot wait to meet everyone and just, you know, talk football, like hear all their fan stories and just have a great time. 
Yeah, soak it all in. Me and G went to uh, the draft experience or the Super Bowl experience when they were in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and we had a great time. So soak yeah. it all in. Sounds like my type of vacation filled with football. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> they, they planned it all for you. So you just get to sit back and uh, go yeah. from place to place. That's awesome. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Excited I'm in the process of packing. For sure. And hopefully you <laughs> yeah. post them on Twitter. And yeah, uh, I will. if you want right now, you can uh, go ahead and shout out your whatever kind of work you're working on at the moment, as far as like podcasts or, you know, your Twitter page, whatever, wherever you can find you. Go ahead. Yeah. So you can find me at Doll Freaky on Instagram and Twitter. I think for the most part, the content, you know, pertaining to the Super Bowl festivities will probably mostly be on Twitter or and, uh, Instagram because Instagram stories, you know, it's a lot easier to share like in the moment. So make sure you guys come follow me over there. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Allie Goodman. I have a Doll Freaky page on Facebook as well. I have all different things I could talk about. <laughs> like, you can find all my stuff on those pages. <laughs> Awesome. We'll list them all down below in the description on this video as well. So be sure to give her a follow. I have, and it's, it's pretty entertaining to see all these, you know, <laughs> pictures of, uh, you know, different fanhood and fandoms and whatnot. So it's yeah. definitely fun to see. I'll be following along. Yeah. G, you want to dig into where it all started? Yeah, you did mention, you know, you're excited to hear, you know, everybody else's story about, you know, their fans, but today is about you. So we want to know, Allie, how did you become part of the Dolphins fan base. I'm not too sure what you guys call yourselves. The Fins. Yeah. <laughs> we we call ourselves Fins Up Nation, Dolphins yep. Nation, like whatever. I see a Dolphins. lot of fins up. Yes. Like, you know, if somebody says fins up to you, like you better say it back. <laughs> um, so I became a fan around like 1999, 2000. Oh, nice. I was just a kid, you know, like 10 years old and growing up in Pennsylvania, not far from Philadelphia. Um, actually, so I, for one, will be rooting for the Eagles for the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, definitely like the, the good majority of my friends from back home are all Eagles fans. So I grew up with them and, um, it was always fun for me to be the person who was different, you know, in the group and, um, the one who was not as much invested in what the Eagles were doing. And that's all, you know, my dad's fault. So, My dad was a Dolphins fan growing up and the Dolphins were good, you know, when he was growing up. So um, a lot of people were (laughs) at that time. And so um, he just kind of raised me, you know, every Sunday was about the Dolphins and about football and you couldn't convince him otherwise. You couldn't drag him away from the TV. And eventually he's like, just shut up and watch the game. Just, you know, and so he started teaching me about the game and I just got so into it. And it wasn't really until we started actually going to games in Miami, we would go once a year that I just got full on sucked in. Like, and I was just like, I have to move to Florida. I need to be a part of this on a regular basis. I need to have season tickets. Um, I just want to be, you know, as invested and as involved in the team as I could. And I was seeing these fans who would, you know, dress up and they were doing all kinds of things. You know, they were, they're hosting these insane tailgate parties and running fan clubs and charities and, doing all kinds of things, you know, taking pictures with little kids. And it was almost like, you know, those fans were kind of an attraction, you know, at the game itself. And I was just like very intrigued by that whole thing. Um, So then I started dressing up for the games. And at first it was very different than what it is now. It was a lot of face paint, a lot of spiky hair, like actually this, this one wig wig back here, this is like the first wig ever that I, that I wore. And it, 
that's kind of how um, the name Dolph Freaky was born um, because the initial version of Dolph Freaky was just like a freak show, you know? <laughs> and so um, then um, in 2000, let's see, 2009, um, I was part of the DirecTV Ultimate Displaced Fan Contest. And so um, <laughs> that video is out there on YouTube. Um, and it just talks about how I was a Dolphins fan growing up in Eagles country. And, um, it's kind of like a little rap song and it's really corny, <laughs> like old school, like filmed on a digital camera. Um, but so that whole contest process and everything kind of, um, opened me up to like the social media world. And it was back then it was just like, Facebook was brand new. It was still kind of like MySpace and everything, but then it kind of showed me, okay, there's like a huge amount of dolphin fans everywhere. Not they're not just in Miami. They're all all across the world, all across the country. And so I started connecting with people, you know, through social media. And I started, you know, running Facebook groups and just constant dolphins, everything. I was going through pharmacy school in Philadelphia and I in any like spare time I had when I wasn't studying, I was reading the dolphins and I was reading you know, NFL net, network, NFL.com, like anything, um, and just really learning about the game. So it was a gradual kind of a gradual pro progression. And, you know, once I got to Florida, then I was just able to go like all in with it. That's awesome. I know you said, uh, you had season tickets. How many years have you had season tickets and what's yeah. the swag package looking like? Are they sending you <laughs> any clothes, any celebration stuff? Let's hear it. This is a pain point. Okay. So this is something <laughs> You're going to hear dolphin fans complain about a lot is that mm -hmm. we don't, we don't get much. Um, and I guess it used to be more, you know, so I've actually only been a season ticket holder for two years. I just finished my second year, believe it or not. Um, but even though I've lived in Florida for almost 10 years, we would, you know, still buy the single game tickets. And it just mm -hmm. got to the point where I was like, it's just more affordable to have season tickets. Um, but at the time I didn't really know where I wanted to sit and I was, you know, I was happy like trying to figure out, okay, like, do I like this section or that section? But then eventually I kind of fell in with the deep end crew, uh, which is kind of our more recognizable part of our, our stadium where you'll see a lot of the fans that dress up and they're always on TV, you know? And so I kind of fell in with them thanks to tailgating in that area, mm -hmm. in the East 12 area. Um, and so over the years, I just made so many friends there. Um, but yeah, so as far as our season ticket perks go, <laughs> we were allowed to choose between a couple items. Um, one was a car flag, I think, I think like a cooler bag, like there was a few little, um, you know, things that you could choose. And <laughs> I'm not trying to rag on the dolphins because I am very like thankful for what yeah. they do give us. They don't have to give us anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I put my car flag on and the first game of the season, I'm about to drive to Miami. I get a mile from my house and my flag flies off nope. never, never to be seen again. So <laughs> that's how that went. But they did just send us these really nice posters. I just posted about it on Twitter and, you know, thank the dolphins for it because these, these posters are really nice. They just kind of like, detail some of the best moments of the season and for me this was one of my favorite seasons ever mm -hmm. you know aside from the way the team performed and you know with the two injuries and all these things like as a fan I had the best time this season and obviously becoming like fan of the year is just icing on the cake so 
um the dolphins they do try to show appreciation yeah so yeah like it, it i enjoy having season tickets i think um you know as time goes on they'll probably start enhancing those packages because people are being pretty vocal about it and we're seeing what other teams are getting and every time another fan from another team posts what they got for their season ticket package then the dolphin fans are like bah, 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 you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah but i i've heard that some other fan bases get nothing so yep. i'm thankful yeah. for what we have <laughs> yeah uh I always feel like the more your team wins, those the better those swag packages get. And I think you guys have one of the brightest futures in the NFL. So uh, as you guys keep winning, you guys got a great coach, great players around you. I I think you guys will start getting some better stuff. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Yep. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We are loving him tremendously. And if only, if only, if Tua had been able to stay healthy, you know, who knows where we would have gone. So. Sky's the it limit. Is what it is, you know. Yeah, before the pod, me and uh Duran were actually just talking about how um there's gonna be a lot of changeover for the 49ers like there were last year. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of the sports writers were calling Miami, you know, 49ers East because <laughs> yeah. you guys, you know, took a lot of our players. And yeah. uh you got a bright mind at the head coach. You guys got a bright mm-hmm. future with him. Uh very, very smart, you know, hearing his stories all the way back to when he was with the Cleveland Browns, I think. I think it was Andre Ward. No, um, blanking on his name actually, but he was talking about how he was just putting them through like basketball drills to learn a crossover, just little intricate things of the game that he's bringing to the team is 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 pretty smart. You know, I, I definitely yeah. like it. Yeah, and kudos to the Niners that we were able to pick them apart and they could still get as far as they did. So I'm I am sorry that that ended. I was rooting for you guys, but <laughs> you know, hey, <laughs> it happens. We appreciate it's, it. it's all good. But uh, you did mention yeah. that you were uh that your dad kind of, you know, put you on to the Dolphins for sure. Um, I'm just curious, does does it go back further? And also, are you carrying it along to your kids as well? Or Yeah, definitely. So actually, we had a family get together not too long ago, and we were trying to figure out who's like the oldest Dolphins fan in our family because it does go back before my dad and he says that he got his fandom from his grandfather so we were going through the internet looking for where his grandfather lived in Miami because that's how my dad actually became a fan was going to visit him in Miami so it goes back and um, my kids are four and five years old they're about to have a birthday uh, coming up so um, it's getting it's getting to the point where they cannot escape the dolphin stuff (laughs) They understand what it is, you know, all of what's going on. They don't understand the game yet. Um, They like to, you know, watch games and they're like, okay, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, we're getting to the point where we're getting some interest. And I run um, Southwest Florida Dolphin Club. So we always have watch parties for the away games. So they've been coming to those. And so they they get excited. They're like, oh, you know, when are we going to the dolphin party again? And uh, my daughter is named Mia after the dolphins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice. She Love thinks it. it's funny when she sees, you know, people wearing jerseys that say Miami or hats or whatever. Yeah. She's like, everybody's wearing my name. And I'm yeah. like, yes, <laughs> like, that's why I named you Mia. Um, and then my son is Jace, named after legend Jason Taylor. Yes. Um, <laughs> my husband would not as much as I wanted this. <laughs> I wanted to name my son Finn, and my husband was like, "You're taking it too far. Like, <laughs> yeah. No way, I'm yeah. allowing that." So you that could have named happen. him Snowflake, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could have really gone a lot of different ways with this, but I'm like, let me just—I'll name him after my favorite player. So is he a, is he a Dolphins fan? Your husband? 
So this is actually funny because yes. my husband <laughs> is not a football fan. Okay. What? He likes to say, yeah, I know. I yeah. I married like the only guy who doesn't like football, but it's not his fault. You know, it's just that. Um, so his parents are Raiders fans, and his dad never really like sat down with him like my dad did and like taught mm-hmm. him the game. You know, and so he never really had that growing up, but. Uh, once we got together, he didn't really have a choice. He had to become a Dolphins fan. There you go. Uh, and so he is my number one supporter. He sacrifices so much so that I can do what I need to do. And he, very minimal complaining on his end, despite all this craziness that's, you know, podcasts, you know, things mm-hmm. going on all the time, constantly, you know, fundraisers and charity and all, all this stuff that I'm doing. And he's very patient with the entire thing and he comes to all the games and he dresses the part too. So (laughs) it's definitely a family affair at this point. (laughs) I think it's awesome how you turned a, uh, a Raiders fan to a a Dolphins fan. You know, it's the power of women that influence you to become a fan of someone that you're not. So that that's, that's pretty funny. I think that's better. We laugh about it a lot. Cause like we'll be at the games and like, say we're walking together and you know, somebody will like tap him on the shoulder and be like, Oh, you taught her well. (laughs) And we just look at each other like, yeah. "Yeah, Okay. You look at her like, yeah, you can have this one. Yeah. I taught her. (laughs) It's funny. Cause like I could be walking with any of my, you know, male friends and they're like, oh, you know, you taught her. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the, like, <laughs> what if I taught them? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But it's I just th- funny. <laughs> one thing that we got to ask before we move on to the next one is what was your first Dolphins jersey? What player was it? I got yeah. one more question after that too. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So my first Dolphin jersey ever, it was a $35 Ricky Williams jersey that oh, I got yes. at the mall. I got in one. Pennsylvania. Yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, yeah dude, one. I have it. It's actually in the in a box. So I need to put it in a frame because he actually just recently signed it for me. Ooh. And he wrote to my greatest fan <laughs> on it. Hell and I'm yeah. like, I need to, like, I don't want to just put it in a frame and like, let it rot. Like, I want to like, go through some sort of, you know, whatever they have to do to preserve it or whatever, yep. because it's falling apart. I have worn it. So I went to Catholic school actually. And so anytime we were allowed to not wear uniforms, that jersey went to school. Yes. That yeah. jersey was like my number one outfit. And it is like the numbers are peeling off. You know, the, the quality back then of those jerseys was not like mm-hmm. it wasn't like these. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, that's that's my prize possession. <laughs> Do you know what brand it was? Is it like a Reebok? It's a Reebok. Yeah. That's awesome. Me and yeah. Duran, uh, the only team that we can really, you know, growing up, it was hard for us because I was I'm Niners. He's uh he's Cowboys. So we never really got along as far as football goes. But um the one team we did get along was the Texas Longhorns, and we we're big fans of Ricky Williams. So oh, cool, yeah, cool. Out. <laughs> yeah, I've never met Ricky. That's on my bucket list. Um, but yeah, he's like a real chill dude. Like yep. you just wouldn't think he's so soft spoken like that, and just yeah, you know, super into his weed and all. Yeah. <laughs> he's in his own world. Uh, Pat McAfee was awesome. Like he's just talks like he's some shaman. I think he actually yes. is. I think yeah, he is. So, You're right. I think he yeah. is. He's some. I think so, he's a yogi. Uh, holistic yeah, that's minister. What it is. Yogi. I, mean, yeah. I smoked his strain. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually missed out on like a big opportunity because I didn't go to the Chargers game this year. 
And like, as much as I want to be everywhere, sometimes I have to like mm -hmm. do something for the family. And so we decided to go to Disney for this weekend. And um, my friends went and like had this boat trip organized with Ricky and they all just like smoked and talked to him like they had a great time. And I'm so jealous. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah, I want to so, do it next, next time we're out yeah. there we're doing it again <laughs> yeah so um a couple things you said you're going to the tailgate mm -hmm. say a couple California kids like myself and Duran here want to go what's one thing that we gotta go to as far as like the tailgate like what's like a big you know track my specialty <laughs> yeah yes. exactly what, yeah. what's something that we can look forward to because we asked the Buffalo Bills fan, he's like, you got to come to our spot. We cook everything great. We have yeah. everybody come to us. So like whatever, you know, he said yeah. there was one time where you guys, whenever you guys are playing uh, each other and you guys are at their house, they'll, they'll make fish tacos and like they'll even invite some Dolphins fans, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we we do things like that, too. So depending on what the matchup is, we try to like kind of cater the food, you know, so if it's like, say it's New England, we're doing clam chowder. If it's Philly, yeah. we're doing cheesesteak, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, So we do that. And that's pretty much taken care of the, by the fans. And the tailgate is always evolving. Uh, I think this year we kind of got more like a, a little bit more corporatized even like some of our sponsors started to join in and that actually makes it funner because you know that they're yeah. providing alcohol and food and everything so i enjoy that um and then the fans are always cooking but anyway my spot is east 12 and it is in the orange lot at hard rock and it's kind of like a centralized place where you know you'll see a lot of your known recognizable fans you know definitely the dressy fans are there um and a lot of like, so my fan club um, here in Southwest Florida, you know, we're all kind of congregated there. So it's just like a big group of friends and everybody's welcome. And it's a lot, of, it's a good place to start. You know, if you've never been, it's a very friendly atmosphere. Uh, it's a little PG rated, you know, because it's very family friendly. You know, you could go over to the West side and they're going to have strippers and they're going to have all these things going on there. I'm sure you've seen the videos of like somebody's crazy Miami tailgates. Um, ours, you know, we, we definitely have multiple DJs. We're dancing, you know, we're drinking, we're having all this good time, but it, it is definitely family friendly. So I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. Like, Oh, you know, we came to Miami expecting the strippers. Well, then you need to go to the West side. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote it down East 12 orange lot at the hard rock. So, uh, yes. uh I'm never out there. That's where we'll be. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We definitely need to link up and you know, yeah. we always have a lot of alcohol flowing and, and good times. There you go. <laughs> Sounds great. Do you, um, during game time, uh, do you have like a, are you superstitious? Do you have like a, you know, drink that you go to or certain things that you have to wear? Because I know I am superstitious. I always got to have my socks and I always got to have like the right hat. So like, if I know it has to be a good offensive game, I know I have to wear my Kyle Shanahan hat. If it's just like, all right, it has to be defense. It can be any Niner hat. So. so this is a question I get asked a lot on podcasts and I don't have any superstitions like that. Um, I don't have like a certain underwear I wear or, you know, any like breakfast that I eat, nothing like that. Um, and I don't know why I just, I, I cater the outfit towards whatever I'm feeling that day or like whatever's going on. You know, if it's October, I'm more likely to wear pink for breast cancer. My mom's a survivor and things like that. So, um, no, I have nothing that's really like 
like I have to do this. Mm-hmm. I have things that I do do every game just because that's what I do. But um, yeah, nothing that I think is going to like get us to a win or, you know, whatever. I just go into it. You know, I never sleep <laughs> the night before game day ever. Oh. <laughs> I just can't like it's just yeah. too much whirling thoughts. And I'm, you know, just thinking, thinking, thinking and getting excited. And I just want to wake up and <laughs> go to the tailgate. And we start at 830 in the morning. So it's, you know, it's a very long, you know, intensive day. So it would be nice if I got some sleep before those days, but I just never do. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I don't have any rituals that th- like that. <laughs> uh, uh, another one actually, before we go on, sorry, no, Grant, but keep, um, keep going on this one. She's, she's knocking it out of the park. Hell yeah. So <laughs> one, what do you remember your first game you've been to? And two, have you ever been to an away game? Yes. Okay. So the first game I went to, I, I only remember it because of the pictures that I have uh-huh. and they, they're just printouts like that. <laughs> I feel like I'm dating myself when I say that, but like, really, I just have these little like crappy pictures of me and my kid's sister and our like basic, we just had jerseys on and like little white shorts, like no wigs yet, nothing like that. But we did have face paint and it was mm-hmm. so amateur. Um, it was literally like craft paint from acrylic paint from the craft store. Mm-hmm. So you put that on your face and it starts cracking like within like an hour. So we basically, we went to this game looking like old ladies with all of like our cracks and everything and our paint was chipping off. It was total amateur hour, but that's like, <laughs> we were just so excited. I don't remember who I think I want to say it was the Ravens, but I don't know for sure. And don't um, worry about dating yourself because like yeah. the only pictures <laughs> and proof that we have of myself and Ran of being fans is yeah. like of portraits, so like photos that our moms have. Like, oh yeah, no, he he was a fan. Here's him in kindergarten. Yeah, so, yeah. I want that. Like, so I was looking for those photos. I was asking my my good friend Alyssa from back home because she was there that day that I bought that first Ricky jersey. And honestly, like we were always together growing up and I'm like, you have to look through your pictures and see if you can find like the oldest picture of me wearing something dolphins. And we just, we couldn't come up with anything besides that first game. And the first game I went to was in like 2008. So it was like, I had been a fan for nine years before that, but all of those pictures were on those cameras, you know, that you had to go and get developed. There was, that was before cell phones and before digital things and now i have like twenty thousand photos on my phone from all these games they all mesh together you know it's very hard to recall specifics of a game when you've been to so many (laughs) and of course some stand out but um yes and as far as away games i have been to many um this year i went to four and so i'm always trying to uh i want to hit all the stadiums so every year i'm trying to do a stadium that i haven't done before Yes. Did you happen to go to the uh, Levi Stadium this year? Nope, I did not. I was there. I <laughs> I wish I had been. And honestly, like if if I didn't have a family, like it'd be so much easier to be like, I'm gonna, you know, go for a whole yeah. week, see you guys. Yeah. But yeah. I, no, yeah, can't it was... do it. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to go to you know because that was we did the 49ers and then um, the Chargers, so it was like right back to back. So some of my friends just went out for a week, and I'm like, ah, like I wish I could. But no, I missed out on that. And I've never been to the Cowboys, you know, and 
We'll all get there. We'll get there. We'll yep. get there. Yeah. I think we I all have the same goal. Either. I definitely got to get there as well. <laughs> yeah, if I just do a few stadiums every year, I can yep. do it, you know, in a few yeah. years. So <laughs> yep. this year That's I went awesome. to Buffalo for the playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to that, you guys had mentioned a Buffalo tailgate. Which tailgate was it? Oof. Not sure. <sighs> I forget. We got okay. I got yeah, we had to go back and ask Brent, but uh, I forget what section it was, but he he let us know. He's like, Yeah, when you guys are in town, we got a couple cold ones for you. Just text me. So we got we'll set a food plate for you guys, we'll, you know, whatever kind of beer you guys want. And we're like, Oh, well, we're from California, we like craft beer. You go, I'll find some IPAs for you guys. Don't trip. Aww. I was like, Oh, okay. And See, that so- was something I didn't expect from Buffalo because I had heard a lot of horror stories and you know, especially with being a divisional rival. You don't necessarily want to go into enemy territory and especially during a playoff game, you know, when all the tensions are high and everything. You so being from like, Philly, I, fi- I figured, you know. <laughs> oh, I can handle I can yeah. handle myself. And I do. <laughs> um, but a lot of people were like, oh, be careful, be careful. Are you sure you want to go? Like, yeah. I'm not going to go. And I'm like, no, I'm going. I want to see. I want to like experience all of it. We're in the playoffs. Like, and it's been yeah. such a long time coming. I So I... I went from, I spent like three days in LA and then I went right to Buffalo and I was just totally team no sleep the whole time. We just party, party, party the whole time. And um, the Buffalo tailgate, they were so welcoming. They were cooking for us. They had campfires everywhere. They were like, you know, we know you Miami people are probably freezing. You know, come, in, <laughs> come in this tent and warm up. And oh, there's a heated bathroom over here and have some soup, have a baked potato. And they were just so nice. Yeah. And even after the game, they hugged us and they were like, we're so sorry for your lot. I'm like, you guys are so nice. You know, I'm like literally crying and they were just so nice. You know, can we walk you out to the parking lot so you don't have any trouble? I was like, yes. Yeah. You meet some great people doing this stuff. Yeah, Yeah. you definitely do. And I don't really get a whole lot of hostility, you know, at, at tailgates but i've heard some terrible things oh yeah of course the worst always comes out but everywhere i've been i feel like it's it's usually a good experience i haven't been to philly though so (laughs) that that might that might change uh yeah (laughs) it's rough it's a rough crowd and i i have not been to a philly dolphins game i've you know i've been to the home games when philly visits us but i haven't actually been to an away game in philly but i have been to football games in Philly. And, you know, I'm not proud of this, but there was a time where I actually, it was a Niners game. It was a, it was an Eagles Niners game sometime when I was in pharmacy school and I went undercover in an Eagles Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) And that was well before I was, you know, doll freaky, you know, die hard, die hard. But I like, I wore a disguise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I had heard they're, they're terrible. They throw things at you, throw beer at your face. And I'm going to find out because this year, the Dolphins are playing the Eagles in Philly, and we're planning a Philadelphia takeover. So there you <laughs> we're go. gonna find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely traveled well. When when I was at uh, when I was tailgating, we started like at seven thirty, and I saw a lot of you know a lot of people there, uh, you know, rocking their teal and whatnot. And then it was funny. I I saw a uh, Ray, a couple of Ray Finkel jerseys. Yeah, I saw nice. a guy dressed up as um, as Ace Ventura there. Yep. You'll and definitely like, see so a few fun. of those. That's, I was like, that's so awesome. Like he had a missing poster of like Snowflake. <laughs> so it, it, it was pretty funny. So, but you guys did definitely travel well there to, you know, yeah. uh, Santa Clara. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. We- Our fan base does 
travel decently well. It just depends on the weather. <laughs> Most yeah. of us are more inclined to go to a warm weather climate. Or indoors. <laughs> indoors <laughs> is even better. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I know we heard about your Ricky Williams jersey, but is there a piece of memorabilia other than that? That's kind of like your holy grail, maybe signed football by the whole team or just something that brings back a good memory for you. I have so many things like I know you guys can't see my room right now, but like I have so many things and every every single thing in here, you know, has a story because mm -hmm. a lot of it is just stuff that I've collected over the years or people have made for me or, you know, a lot of this is like my outfits and my hair and all these things. But I know you can only see like a little part of it. Um, but this is a framed Jason Taylor poster and it's signed. And the Dolphins actually sent that to me when I was a kid. Um, as crazy as this is, and like looking back on it, I'm like, my parents were so crazy for like letting us do this. But um, I was, I want to say I was like, 16 or 17 and my sister was probably 12 or 13 and my parents let us go alone to Miami <laughs> for what they used to have was an official Dolphins fan club and it was kind of like a paid a paid thing and it had different levels and like we were part of the kids club you know you mm -hmm. get like ten dollars worth of stuff you know it's just like silly patches and stuff but they used to have a fan club get together at training camp and so I begged my parents, I was like, please, like, let us go. Like, I can handle it. We can do it. You know, you don't have to worry about us. And so we get down there and, you know, we're staying at this very basic hotel. You know, like we were, we were just, uh, we young kids like yeah. on vacation by themselves in Miami. And, and so um, we found out that the practice was actually canceled and they canceled the event. And we had just come for a day. Like we just flew down and we were going to fly right back up the next day. And I was devastated, so devastated. And so I had been communicating back and forth with the dolphins about it. And I was like, you know, we came down here, like we're just kids, you know, and this mm. sort of thing. And they sent me that. And, and so I was like, that was, that is just a fun story and something I'll always remember. And just something fun that like my sister and I did together. And she's, mm -hmm. she's not a dolphin fan. Real, She sympathizes with us, but you know, she kind of leans towards the Cowboys a little bit. So she's just not a, not really a football fan, but, it, you know, it's fun family memories. Yeah, of course. I've go. been to a lot of uh, Cowboy Thanksgiving games, and I think most of them that I've gone to have been losses, but those memories are still there. Yeah. Yep. It's cool that you guys have a thing like that, you know, where you always play, you know, on Thanksgiving or whatever, mm. you know, like the, like the Dolphins don't really have that. And this year we were lucky enough to have a Christmas game, mm -hmm. which is which was really fun. And it was actually cold in Miami. It was no. in the 40s. <laughs> and so it felt Christmassy. It was, yeah, it was not pleasant. But at the same time, it was very appropriate. So yeah. it, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you got any? Uh, I see you got a, like a little sleeve right there. Do you have uh, any? Yeah, I have, this is Miami? new. Oh, um, so I have this piece I just got, and then I have a dolphin um, on my shoulder too, uh, the new logo, and then I have the old, the older logo. So um, I also have a tattoo on my leg, which is just a dolphin-colored butterfly. But that's um, in honor of one of my friends who was like great tailgater. You know, got me into the into the tailgate scene and into the deep end and all these things. But he committed suicide three years ago, so it's a mm -hmm. butterfly with the semicolon symbol for suicide awareness, which I, 
I petition for that a lot, you know, come like September, October, you know, those are like suicide awareness mm-hmm. month and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> I like it. I One like more it. question that I got here too. I know we keep saying that, but no, you're knocking it good. out of the park for here. Uh, <laughs> growing up, uh, you know, as a fan in Pennsylvania, dolphins aren't in Pennsylvania. I'm in California. Cowboys aren't in California. So there were a lot of times where I wanted to watch my team, but they're not on TV. Yep. This was before mm-hmm. direct TV, NFL ticket, all that stuff that everyone had at their house. Did you listen to it on the radio? Did you watch the app with the dots that went across? What, what was your go-to setup? Yeah. So as far as I can remember, we did have the Sunday ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know dad paid heavy money for that. Yep. <laughs> and if we weren't like, say we were driving somewhere or we were doing something, we we're listening to it on, on the radio, you know? there were definitely times where we couldn't see it at all. And that's thankfully not an issue anymore (laughs) with modern technology. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And I guess now NFL games are going to be carried by Amazon. So like even more access for everybody. And YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it too. G. No, nothing. It's just, uh, well, she already mentioned her favorite player, though. So we yeah, I, usually we guess uh, who, the, yeah. who your favorite player is. Uh, I think we figured it out, Jason Taylor, just from yeah. talking all his stuff. I mean, I, I don't know if you could pick a better dolphin than Jason Taylor for that. Yeah. Uh, so I have, I'm just yeah. curious. So the round, the third round out of Akron, why is he your favorite player? So, um, when Akron, I right? when You're I welcome. was learning about the Dolphins. He was just such an explosive defensive player and it was kind of like, I don't know if my, well, my dad probably knows this, but like I would sit, so he would sit in his armchair and I would sit on the couch and I would be laying on the couch and sometimes I would fall asleep during the games and I would wake up to like some explosive play and it was always Jason Taylor. (laughs) And I was like, yes. And I just loved how he like, he would hype up the crowd and, and, that's what I like to do. I like to hype up the crowd. So I feel like he is me and I am him. You know what I mean? And sexy too. Like just, I, <laughs> a bonus. Oh my God. So <laughs> I, um, I had like, you know, those fat head, like the full size mm-hmm. player <laughs> yeah. fat heads. I yep. had one in my first. So this room is like my fifth edition of the dolphin room, but my very first one, I had a full size version of him and oh my goodness, his mess, his muscles were popping out his veins. Like I would mm-hmm. just sit there as a teenager, like, Oh, this is the ultimate man. And <laughs> then it's crazy too, because fat head clearance off that. So I got it like $20 and they sent me an extra one by accident. So I was like over the moon as a kid, you know, to get that. And so um, I had that. And then I did have a very like unfortunate near miss meeting with him Um, back like a few years ago. They used to have this red carpet where like certain celebrities that had, you know, stake in the team would go down this red carpet. And, you know, Jason Taylor was in in that area. And I, I ran over there and I'm like, can I please get a picture with you? But I fumbled the camera and the picture that I got was him walking away, his (laughs) back. And I'll never forget. I was it's a good looking back. (laughs) Still, I will take it. Like the back of his bald head is fine too. But I just was like, I've never gotten another chance to like meet him or talk to him. But I've talked to Joy Taylor and I'm like, please tell your brother I love him. Like crazy. I don't want to be a weirdo, but like at the end of the day, I am a fan girl. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he was just, you know, a good presence. And then also 
um, just the stuff he does for the community, like his, the Jason Taylor foundation. And then I have my own charity now. So I really researched a lot of what he was doing with his foundation when I was, you know, planning mine and stuff. So just a good role model in the community. What's and the like, charity called? With it's called all freaky's friends. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's like a community service based charity. So, you know, any, any way that I can help, like I want to do it. So this year um, we did clothing drives. We did um, for the hurricane victims, we did food drives and, you know, I do the dolphin cancer challenge too. And so a lot of those things are just ways that I've tried to leverage my following, you know, to do something bigger than just being a fan, you know, at, at some point, you know, you have enough memorabilia you have enough mm -hmm. outfits you know like what are you going to do to pay it you know pay it forward for the fan base and stuff so i formed that last off season and so you know i just um got involved with that and jason taylor's thing was just a big you know a big influence in that that's great yeah, definitely we'll, we'll put all that information out there as well for, for you yep. one of my uh favorite jason taylor stories is I know he's in the Hall of Fame, but when he was up for the Hall of Fame, Tom Brady personally wrote a letter to the other members of the Hall of Fame and the vote to get him in. And, you know, they're rivals. They've been in the same division yeah. for years upon years. And I just think that was a stand up thing from Tom Brady. And that is. how is Jason Taylor not in the Hall of Fame without that? Right. It's like uh, he knew that he deserved it. And I, I really like that story. Yeah, speaking of the Hall of Fame, we're really trying to get Zach Thomas in there. Yes. Because there was no Zach <laughs> Thomas without Jason Taylor. You know, like yep. they were just like a tremendous duo. And so I'm hoping if, you know, if the stars align that, you know, at the NFL honors, Zach gets in, I get NFL fan of the year. Oh, and maybe our boy Jalen Phillips will get Walter Payton man of the year. We'll just. Yeah. You know, we'll forget our losses during the season and we'll just call it one big win. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Me and Duran were just talking about Zach Thomas like, we love before him. the pod while we're, yeah. you know, in, in his garage, we're sitting there just kicking, smoking and whatnot. And we just brought up Zach Thomas and I was like, oh, yeah, the Texas Tech. He's like, man, they were Texas Tech before Texas Tech. Yep. And, and he's like a classic linebacker, not yeah. this new school stuff. And one question yes. we always ask following your favorite player is who is like, we say that Jason Taylor's Batman, who is his Robin? And you said Zach Thomas. Wow, I already answered it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yep. no, it's that's super interesting, and I guess it helps that like Jason Taylor was married to Zach Thomas's sister, oh, <laughs> so they yeah, were like, I forget about that. like they were like actually family. Yeah. Um, but I think too, like a lot of the respect that I have for them is like how they handle fan interactions too, and like you'll hear a lot of people really like, oh, you know, Dan Marino is my favorite player. But like Dan Marino is not the nicest person in person. <laughs> like a lot of people say they've been snubbed or they've got like nasty vibes from him or whatever. But mm -hmm. nobody ever said that about Zach Thomas or Jason Taylor. You know, they're always yeah. just happy to talk to the fans and stuff. So I think that's kind of cool, like how you handle your business after the fact. Yep. Just a, a, a push for Zach Thomas to get into the Hall of Fame. Seven time pro bowler. He has the most tackles in Dolphins history by 400. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's going to take five yeah. seasons for the next guy to get just to catch yeah. up. And uh, he was part of a great defense. I mean, we know uh, Zach Thomas and Jason Taylor, but Sam Madison, Brock Marion, Patrick Sertan. I mean, that, that was, was the team the that, yeah. that yes. was the team that made me a fan. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
Yep. And then I always look at what's something on top of it. And it's like, uh, I always look at like style and the way he played. Like I said, he's that classic type of linebacker that really doesn't exist anymore. And yeah. he was the guy that had the neck roll. Yeah, it's like he stood out everywhere in every part of the game. And yeah, yeah. I think he deserves to be in there. Doesn't your boy Van Der Esch rock one, right? He does. But uh, I, Zach Thomas already. is leaps and bounds. I wish we had a Zach Thomas. <laughs> but well, we'll uh, Zach Thomas, was he was a cowboy. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, All wow. of our legends go somewhere else. And then, you know, they kind of fiddle out. The thing about uh, Jason Taylor. He always came back home. He, he left, came back. came back, left, and then came back. So. I regret that he had to go to the Jets yep, for that of course. period. And I I believe that was when I got my Jason Taylor fathead on clearance. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't such a bad thing after all. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we all know about Jason Taylor. We all about Zach, uh, know about Zach Thomas. Is there an unsung hero or like a forgotten player on the Dolphins in history or even on the team now that you want to hype up? Like, dude, he's not getting a lot of credit. Yeah. This is the guy. And who's that guy? So I, it, and the fact that you say like somebody forgotten, I think of Cameron wake mm -hmm. because we all say. loved him, loved him. Like when he mm -hmm. played for us and he like very similar, you know, to JT's style with, you know, the way he would hype up the crowd on third down and, you know, get the defense ready. And, you know, I just like what happened to him? Where mm -hmm. did he go? And then somebody had posted on Twitter this week, like, like, oh, do you remember Cam Wake? And everybody's like, yeah, like, where'd he go? And so I think he was such an unsung hero, too. And then, like, I don't know. Did we all assume he retired or ha ha haven't heard of him since? Yeah. So that yeah. I I think uh Cameron Wake maybe he didn't live up to his draft pick. Yeah. But he's still a great player, five-time pro bowler, one-time all-pro. I mean, some of these guys they do get overdrafted and you expect the world from them and they're still great players. Uh who was who's the guy that Houston drafted after uh after JJ Watt, the defense alignment. He ended up going to Seattle. I feel the same way with him. Uh, oh no, it wasn't a linebacker, it wasn't Aaron Curry? No, anyways, it's about the Dolphins, but yeah, I feel like sometimes guys just get overdrafted. And I do have an answer to this question, 2G, even though I'm not a Dolphins fan. And we talked about it a little bit before this. Uh, Connor Williams, the center for mm -hmm. the Dolphins this year, he was a tackle and a guard for Dallas, and it seemed like he just never really fit in to where we yeah. wanted him to go. Uh, he goes to Miami, becomes a center, which he's never played, not even in college. And he was the fourth highest ranked player for PFF on the Dolphins this year and the number four overall ranked center in the league. And when you have a coach that comes over and kind of sees that vision in a guy, it's that's a yeah. very valuable thing to have when a coach can make a player that's kind of struggling on the fringe for one team and then comes over and, you know, he, he could be in that pro bowl conversation for centers. Very good point. And that was definitely one of our big problems going into the season. We were like, you know, what are we going to do at center? What are, you know, the O line was struggling bad. And so, yeah, definitely that's, it's really good that you brought that up because I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> because our O line is no longer the the main problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
We just got to get our quarterback back. <laughs> yep, I feel you. G, you want to talk a little bit about coaches? Yeah, so we're just curious. I mean, my McDaniel's killing it right now, but uh, we're we're wondering who's your favorite coach of the Miami Dolphins history. I, my favorite coach. It could I be mean, the it could be the new guy. It could be the guy right now. It could be yeah. Jimmy Johnson. It could be Nick Saban. You know, it's funny because like the obvious answer, I think, is Don Shula, right? Like, but I did not witness that greatness yeah. myself as a fan yeah. but like of 70s. course obviously he's still he's the best coach in yeah. dolphins history so that's the obvious answer uh but i do have a lot of faith in in coach you know coach mcdaniel now um i have concerns about the play calling so i'm hoping you know we'll see some more clarity about what direction they're going to go as far as like play calling but i like his i like his style mm-hmm. i like his nerdiness, like that kind of speaks to, to me. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And like that speaks to me a lot. Like I'm a nerd too. And, you know, my dad's a nerd. And like it just, you know, he's, he is like a, he's a little catty too. Like and he's like <clears throat> funny, but like he's funny in such a catty way. And I, I just, I just, I like it. <laughs> His interviews with, as an OC with the Niners were Great just interviews. hilarious. Were as much watched. Like we had a, uh, beat writer his name was uh matt jones and he's like hey he's like matt jones from you know so and so journal he goes who he goes matt yeah. jones, goes, matt oh, yeah. jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. start like rapping out. i was like dude this guy's yeah. hilarious he's a I funny just think it's gonna take some time for coach to prove himself i mean uh-huh. how can oh, you yeah. say he's the greatest coach if we're you know, okay yeah mm-hmm. we got to the playoffs but like until we get to the super bowl and win a super bowl that's the standard that's what we're all waiting for yep yeah i think another thing about uh, mcdaniel is also a lot of these coaches give like stock answers to the media and Mm -hmm. i feel like he's one of these guys that kind of gives a little bit more insight of course he's funny but he gives a a lot more information than i feel like most coaches do yeah and you know uh, definitely compared to coach flow he exactly he would barely say anything and mm-hmm. you were just like, okay, stop talking. Cause you're yep. like not really saying anything. If you don't want to answer the question, don't. Yep. <laughs> he came from the Belichick tree. So he's going to answer <laughs> just like Belichick. You're right. You're right. You know? But it's, it's funny because the only time. So McDaniel comes from the Shanahan tree. The only time I heard Shanahan really kind of open up is like this year. So it's funny to see, you know, Mike down uh, McDaniel just kind of open up as soon as yeah. he mm-hmm. was an OC and then, even more so now, like he was on the Pat McAfee show. He's like, what are you going to do? He's like, score more points than the other team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. get it. We're going to move on just a little bit. Do you have an overall just favorite memory of being a Dolphins fan? It could be the award you just got, a game that you went to, getting a jersey, anything come to mind? Yeah, I mean, this whole fan of the year experience is something mm-hmm. that I, first of all, never ever thought I would get and it's been so cool and it's just you know sometimes like when you like when you really feel like truly loved and appreciated like it's just such a warm feeling and my fan base has made me feel so appreciated through this entire thing and um so yeah definitely the day that I received that award was just um just incredible and very emotional and everything and um but more recently 
what was pretty cool for me as a fan was to be able to be the chant starter at the last game against the Jets. Uh, the Dolphins were like, you know, would you like to do this? And I'm like, would I like to do that? Are you kidding me? What's I'm the like, chant? Let's go Dolphins three times, okay. I, but in front of everyone. So the you turn class, around and look. I was on the field, like I was oh, right okay. on the sideline. You're on the field. And you guys have to like go on the Dolphins Instagram or Twitter or whatever. It's there. Yeah. Um, but like to be able to hype up my fan base in a game that meant everything. You know, if we won that game, we were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. To be able to do that was All the right. most surreal moment of my life. <laughs> That's like great. literally standing in front of my fan base and seeing the people up in the stands everywhere, you know, like yeah. I have at a loss for words and I can hear them screaming my name. Yep. Like I, I would hear Dolphreaky, Dolph, like from up there. And I'm just looking up there and I'm like, like, this is like, it just makes you feel really special to have an honor like that. And to be able to do that and, you know, to say, let's go dolphins and hear them say it back. It just filled me like with all the love, you know? And so then that, that was cool. And then also being able to go on the sideline during the warmups. And I was down there for like an hour and a half with the families and, you know, coach's wife came over and, and she's like, Hey, I'm like looking behind me. I'm like, are you talking to me? And cause I knew who she was, you know, yeah. and I didn't think she knew who I was. And she's like, you're a fan of the year. And I'm like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we were talking and, you know, she was telling me a lot of things like how she follows me on Instagram, but like she's in a secret account. So nobody oh, knows it's yeah. her and she sees everything that's going on in the fan base. And she like, hears all the rumors and all this shit talk about coach, but he hears none of it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do social media. He stays completely out of it. You know, he's just focused on what he needs to do and the family and all that. And she's like, yeah, I hear all of it, but like, I'll never tell him, you know, what everybody's saying. And I was like, Ooh, you know, so like to be able to talk to people down there and, you know, the Waddle family and, you know, I, it was just cool to be down there and to have people like kind of know who I was. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I just, I still feel like I'm just that little fangirl from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but like people from the team know who I am. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's been very, very cool. Yeah. And I'm but- sure now this Super Bowl thing is going to be. <clears throat> gonna top that even take it over yeah Yeah. that's definitely awesome that's an honor yeah to just to you know you know pretty much touch elbows with the coach's wife you know like i've always like wanted to ask like mcdaniel hey man what what music do you listen to dude oh you see him out there dancing he's he's heavy rap (laughs) like he's like i feel like he'd be like oh yeah kendrick lamar yeah you know what i mean oh definitely yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's funny um, because like when i was talking to her i'm like what do i ask her i could ask her anything yeah like, what am I gonna say? Did you tell River River Craycraft I said what's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I saw River at um in Buffalo. He like came and greeted a fan like right next to us. So yeah. River, River, yeah. you know, but he didn't really actually acknowledge us. So <laughs> yeah. oh damn it, Riv. <laughs> but actually, uh speaking of getting acknowledged, I got to meet Tyreek Hill twice this year. And like when we signed Tyreek Hill. That was one of the more memorable days of my life too. Because how tall I, is he? How, he's as short as I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the actual height is, but literally, like we could probably hug just like this. And I'm yep. five, 
I'm five and a half inch. I'm not even five one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah. when he got signed, it was so awesome because he's really been like one of my favorite players outside yeah. of the Dolphins for a long time. And like just watching him and like Patrick Mahomes make magic. Like then he comes to the Dolphins and I'm literally at work when I get this news and I, the girls at work do not follow football. They don't, <laughs> they think I'm a crazy person when yeah. I start screaming and running through the pharmacy and yeah. I'm on the floor, you know, having a conniption fit, <laughs> but they didn't understand the gravity of the situation. I did. Yeah. <laughs> but no, anyway, I, so. <laughs> I totally get it. Because I was at, I was at, I was on my way home. And as soon as I got home, the Niners just traded. I just left Durant's house. The Niners just traded for Christian McCaffrey. And I'll get on the car. I'm like, fuck yeah. We got Christian McCaffrey. I bet you guys were stoked. Mark's like, what are you yelling about? I'm like, we got Christian McCaffrey. She's like, who the fuck is that? Like, we my house. We got Christian McCaffrey, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so you feel me. I can imagine, like, getting an impact player like Cheetah. Like, Yeah. I knew that was going to be big for us. And then at training camp, it was like one of the first training camps, you know, we're there and at the end, you know, we all scream, you know, for the players to come over to us and Tyreek walks over and honest to God, like I was speechless because I thought he would be the last one, you know, like he was like the highest caliber, like guy out there. He would come talk to the fans. Are you kidding me? So yeah, I was just like, like staring at him like this. And then he like, <laughs> He looks at me and I look at him and I'm like, we're going to get married. And I, I told my husband, I'm like, we're going to, we're going to get divorced. <laughs> and my husband's like, okay, you know, chill yeah. out. But like when you see Tyreek Hill in person, okay. Like he's very built. He's very athletic. Yeah. Like they don't come like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to see him in the flesh was pretty awesome. And to have him, you know, interact with us and stuff. So yeah, I, I don't get a lot of access to the players. You know, it's just like anybody else, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just uh, training camp is our best opportunity. So a lot of people ask that, too. They're like, you know, how can I get something signed or whatever? Just make sure you get to training camp. That is your best yep. chance. So, yeah. So unfortunately, they can't always be good. So we you know, I'll grab my beer. Just, just we can it. make it quick. To make it, we can make it quick. Oh play. Lord, we want to know. What are we about like, to do? <laughs> there you go. What are you sipping on? Look at this. I have this beautiful crown. Oh, crown. Let's oh, go. Straight from Dolph Canada. Eh? Oh, you got your own name. Oh, uh-huh. it says Dolph Freaky NFL Fan of the Year, and it has the date that I was announced, and it's really awesome. It has Miami Dolphins, and it says Miami Naples, which is where I live, and Easton, which is where I'm from. And this was given to me. Big shout out to my friend Bob Coles. I love you so much. He shout is out Bobby sweetest, Coles. sweetest guy, always sending thoughtful gifts like this. And so, yep, that's what I'm drinking today. Cherish it. Anything to California, Bobby. I mean, <laughs> we'll give you the information. <laughs> G, you got to ask her the tough question. All right. So, where you heard about your favorite player, favorite coach, favorite memory. memory? They can all be great. Mine, one of mine happened last weekend. <laughs> What's your worst memory that you have? That one that just kind of like is the knife in your body that's still twisting. Yeah, it's like it's the Buffalo game this mm-hmm. year. You were there. <laughs> I going into it, I really, I was in a very spiritual mindset. I'm like, I'm fan of the year. 
the Dolphins, I'm going to the Super Bowl already. Like, it only makes sense the Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl. I was like all mm-hmm. up in myself. And I thought, to be realistic, I was like, we are going to get blown out. You know, you don't have any expectations going into it. When the Dolphins hung in there with the Bills, I was like, we got this. Like, we actually got this. Like, you're the fan of the year. You're going to will this win to happen. Like, I'm out there. Like, I'm singing to the team. I'm, like, giving them all of my prayers. I'm giving them everything I've got. My voice is gone. And, you know, to have it end the way that it did, as close as it was, like, that just – I don't think I've ever been so internally devastated about a game. The yeah, close you ones guys weren't supposed to be that close either. I mean, <laughs> playing with Skylar Thompson, who wasn't even that great yeah. at Kansas State, I hate to say. Uh, you wouldn't have done any better with, you know, Teddy Two Gloves or Concussion Tua. Like, yeah, and it's crazy because, like, I had been with Skylar Thompson's dad over over the weekend. He came mm-hmm. and I, I actually met some people that Skylar knew on the flight and they're like, Oh, we're meeting Skylar's dad. Like, I'm like, you guys need to come party with us. And so yeah. we were partying with him all weekend. And then he was sitting like, like maybe 12 or 15 rows up. And I looked up at the end, I looked up there and I saw him and he looked like he had been crying. And I just, I was just, I'm telling you those mm. last couple, like the last minutes after the loss and like they put the final up there and I was just like, in despair and then mm-hmm. oh my god i'm gonna cry like i so i cry a lot at games <laughs> <laughs> i will say that <laughs> because i give so many fucks about it like i yeah. just can't not you know what i mean fuck it you're and passionate so, it's all good yeah no i just i, I cried do. last week yeah <laughs> and, and you just give so much you know to it and stuff and so then we go back in and we're about to leave and i i see my friend and he's like leaning up against the wall and he's just bawling his eyes out. And I'm like, this is the saddest shit I've ever experienced. So yeah, you know, yeah, we hype ourselves up every year. We think, mm-hmm. okay, this is the year, this is the year. Like even in the beginning of the season, I was like, we're going 13 and four. And we we probably could have, honestly, like if Tua hadn't Tua gotten all these concussions. <clears throat> but yeah, and then to have it just all of a sudden, you know, the, the season is so long, but all of a sudden, and I know you know, it's just over. Mm-hmm. and that sucks on to the draft yeah <laughs> the next yeah. milestone in the uh, season yeah luckily i have the super bowl experience thing to look yes. forward to but yeah definitely then after that it's it's on to the draft so yep. <laughs> and i don't get too much into that like i don't watch college ball so i don't i don't pretend to know like who's the best yep. or who's going in what it. order <laughs> no one knows that's Ryan, do you know your uh 2022 fan of the year for the for Dallas, no, I don't. You That's need okay. to. Okay, yeah. I do. <laughs> I don't know James the Niners Wright. to be exact because I remember like I know like, him too. Yeah. Okay, let me talk a little bit about them because yeah, let's hear it. They, oh, yeah. need, they need some educate time. us. Um, so James oh, Wright, we just talked yesterday. He called me and we were talking about how you know we go to Phoenix, like we're just gonna party, party, party. Like a lot of the f- the fans of the year were like, oh, well, we need to sleep, you know, so we're not gonna. Phoenix do is this. fun. But me and James are like, no, like we're going all night. We don't care. We're this is a once a lifetime experience. So why not, you know, take full advantage of going, you know, and and being able to experience it and like we want to do all the things. So he called me up and he's like, we're gonna do all the things. And he's like, as soon as we get on that bus, you're gonna sit next to me and then <laughs> all this stuff. I'm like, okay, boom, let's go. 
Um, and then Ray is the 49ers um, fan of the year. And he shout reached out, out to Ray. Big shout out. So he reached out today and he was like, I have two signed dolphin jerseys that I want to send you for your dolphin cancer challenge fundraiser. And I'm like, that is so incredibly yeah. thoughtful that you would even think to do that for an opposing, you know, an opposing fan and stuff. So big shout out to Ray. I cannot wait to meet both of them. It's going to be really cool. I just looked them both up. Contact with both of them so we can get them both yeah. on the pod. You need to, please. Yeah. And do it soon because it's yeah. about to get crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, give us their information so we can reach out to yeah, them. Yeah, I will. To meet James and Ray for sure. I will. Uh, we had a 49er. We had a bunch of 49er fans on here. But uh, so may, maybe James first. Do you yeah. guys know Gina? No. Okay. What so team? She's 49ers. Oh, she's 49ers. a. Uh, so we had done a podcast earlier. I can't remember which podcast that was. I've done so many, um, but we did one together and then she has her own too. So maybe you would, it would be worth it to have oh, her of on course. Too. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll definitely subscribe to her. I, uh, yeah. Just send me the information. I will. For sure. You know, yeah, uh, doing this, like had me reach out to a bunch of fans of different fan bases and it got me interacting a lot. Like I'm actually like with a lot of the chargers, the diehard bolt club, shout out to them. Yep. They, I, I'm in constant contact with them because of Enrique and because of Fred. Yeah. Like we just had Fred on. I think it was our most recent pod actually, right, Duran? Yeah, we become invested in these guys that we know that are rooting just as hard as we do for our yeah. team, for their team. And, you know, they, it's a connection that we have. They're like, oh, yeah, like come mm -hmm. down. We have this bar. Like if you want to come and like if you don't want to be in the, around like a tough environment, yeah. we have a 49er bar around this one. We'll have a couple guys go with you. I'll like, I'm yeah. cool. Like if I'm not traveling alone, but like, that's great. You know, yep. I appreciate it for sure. They're so welcome. Yeah. And that's, what's so fun about the NFL. Like it's a family and we're all in it together. You know, we're all mm -hmm. doing the Hell same yeah. sorts of things and we all give all the shits about our team and everything. Um, and being able to have friends, you know, when you visit, you know, that's, that's cool to have that hospitality. So that, I think that's one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to, you know, next week is just meeting everybody and like, actually knowing somebody from every team so it's yeah. cool and yeah like I, I you know i think social media helps a lot oh yeah that too so when you see enrique tell him the boys <laughs> the, the guys from why we're fans say hello because yeah. i absolutely will yeah. he, we, we did his interview while like literally while he was driving home from work and he's like i couldn't give you my all i was like what you gave us on the way home was like more than what we got from you know, other fans that we've, you know, yeah, tried to get on the pod. For sure. I feel like oh, he's I'll have a, to go back and watch it. Yeah, yeah. he's a real fan we'll too. I see him on uh on Twitter keeping everyone calm. He's like, I know we lost, but hey, this is where it's starting. He yeah. he's a he's a good leader to have. So uh, it's hard to be know. that person yeah. sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. Stay like, positive. You got to stay so, positive and strong for the fans. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You got to stay strong for your fan and you got to stay strong for your team, which mm -hmm. brings us to our next question. Future expectations. Like what's your, what as uh, going on to next year is two of the guy. Should two retire? Like, should you trade I for mean, a vet? Are you going to try to call Tom? At a tough questions. Like, so I think our questions were answered today when, you know, they, they took Tua out of concussion protocol finally, mm -hmm. because prior to this morning, I really thought Tom Brady was coming to Miami. They wow. were, they were leaking videos of him, like looking at Miami private schools for his kids. Oh, that's right. 
And, right. Yeah, did you guys see that? And yeah. the guy was like videotaping him without him noticing. And then eventually he's like, hey, are you coming to the Dolphins? And like Brady kind of walks away. <laughs> and I thought, oh, geez, like maybe you that is know. actually a thing. And then, you know, they were st- just said a few days ago that Tua's not out of concussion protocol. And then I was like, oh, my God, like what's wrong with him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it must be bad, right? If we're going on two months yeah. and he's still I've never heard of that before. I've never heard of it, you know, so long. So. Then today when they were like, okay, you know, he cleared and the medical professionals all believe that he'll be 100% come the season. Call off the search. There's no reason to pursue any other quarterbacks at this point. Like we're, yeah. we're according to that, you know, hopefully yep. that's truthful, but um, I don't feel that we need to continue that. So now drama over <laughs> and Brady's retired. So yep. that full drama is hopefully put to bed. <laughs> yep. I think you guys are. You guys got your starting quarterback next year. I'm pretty sure Tua is coming back, and he's one of those competitors that's just going to show up every week. But I do yeah. think you're one of the teams that needs to probably invest in a backup quarterback. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. it could happen. It could happen <laughs> again, and if it does, then uh, hopefully you guys could be in a little bit better of a position. But yeah, I totally yeah. expect Tua to come back and pick up right where he left off. Quite frankly, same coaching staff, same weapons around him, and. Uh, he was making a lot of plays, so yes, he was, and like yeah. all, and you know, his stats speak for themselves, and especially you know to have those numbers without having played a whole season too, mm-hmm. it's impressive. And also, I just I hope that they'll work on kind of like making him a little bit more sturdy, mm-hmm. you know, like let's learn how to fall, <laughs> things yeah. like that. So. Yeah, I feel like a lot of his are a couple of his concussions too were it was the falling. It was yeah. him hitting the ground rather than just a defender outright hitting him. So yeah, hopefully that is something they can kind of curtail and wrap yep. up a little bit. Yeah. I yep. mean, I'm no doctor and I'm not definitely not a hater, but I, I'm worried about Tua. Yeah. And I've been a Tua fan. Like, cause dude, you're a freshman that took over to Jalen hurts and mm-hmm. one the natty. That's awesome. That's great. You're from Hawaii. Got a lot of Hawaiian ooses out there that I love, but I'm just like, dude, like I'm worried about your future. I'm worried about your, you yeah. know, how you're going to be in the long run. And you've had some scary concussions. Um, I think it was Cincinnati, right? That yep. was the worst. That was the where worst you... one where the hands mm-hmm. were like, yeah. And you, as scary. soon as you yeah. like tense up, I know like, cause I am an MMA fan. Like when you tense up, like obviously that's brain damage. For sure. Yeah. And that, you know, you're a quarterback and. And he has um, a new wife, new baby, you know, yeah, like ooh, a, yeah. a whole future to think of. But also what I think about Tua, I'm sure he's stubborn as am I. Mm-hmm. And he's been conditioned to play football since he was a toddler. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's going to give it up until he's like permanently messed yeah. up. And that yeah. I, that's his personal choice. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't necessarily like if it was my husband, I would be like, you stop now. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. But, but you know, this is his life. So yeah, his life tough. goal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, life his goal. brother's coming up as well. So, you know, that, that mm-hmm. definitely runs in the family. His actually dad, his dad played for the JC here where we're from Santa Rosa. Oh, no way. So, yeah. So that's, that's a lot of ties, you know, they so, get a lot yeah. of Islanders. Yeah. Huh, so I, cool. I wish nothing but the best for Tua. I hope yeah. he comes back 
with no better than ever yeah concussion free next season and i know that's tough because a lot of these concussions in the nfl are undocumented but i hope he's better than what he was last year for sure but like um, that's yeah that's the other thing too like how many has he suffered prior to the nfl even or mm -hmm. things that weren't detected think about it playing football your entire life and he played at the sec level at bama exactly practicing at alabama yeah. against guys yeah it's yeah. i mean yeah. i doubt he ever got hit at nick saban wouldn't allow that still he's but, been playing football at a very high level for a long time he did have that what was it dislocated hip or broken hip yeah that was in college yeah, so hip. that was the whole thing like initially that's why he fell yeah in the draft <laughs> yeah so that was like one of the most controversial seasons for me as a fan personally because i was the stop tanking girl if you go on Google and you type stop tanking dolphins, you're going to see my picture. (laughs) And, you know, it's not that I didn't want to, but I just wasn't down with the team tanking, especially when, you know, season tickets, we're paying for all that. You know what I mean? And like, we want to go to a game to see a win. Why are we going to go if we know we're going to lose? And like, what do we give to it then? Um, And so then, you know, it was very, very controversial (laughs) once the stop tanking sign came out i know that now the media is like okay are the dolphins tanking uh you know what's going on there and when people start talking okay now you know all of a sudden the dolphins start winning and then tua gets injured and his draft stock drops and so okay the dolphins are like yeah we can win now and i'm like (laughs) your picture is the very first thing that comes up stop tanking i see with your stop sign I literally have the stop sign in a, yeah. you can't see it, but it's in a frame right here with the picture that the photographer, you know, yeah. gave me like the actual picture of it. And that was one of the things that like put me on the map as a fan. People are like, who's this, you know? And so then I've, I've had a couple things like in my fan career that like either made or break bro- made or broke me. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in general, like, if there's a controversy involving the Dolphins, you're going to see my face. <laughs> I like it. I got one more question, G. You're free to ask anything else after that. All I want to know, your prediction, this is future expectations of how the division will uh, end up next year. We got the Dolphins. We got the Bills. We got the Patriots. We got the Jets. Let's hear your order. It's tough. Yeah, very tough. It's tough. Um, they call it AFC Beast for a reason. <laughs> yeah, they're I, good. I still feel like the Pats are going to be last. I feel like we're okay. always going to be chasing Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And the Jets put up such a good fight this year. I did not expect that at all. Um, So I'm... I feel like if we keep Tua healthy mm-hmm. and we continue on as as we were even better, you know, once we get a new defensive coordinator, whoever that might be. <laughs> um, I think we can take the number one spot and I'm always, you're never going to hear me say otherwise, but I yeah. feel like it's always, I feel like it's going to come down to us or Buffalo. As long as Josh Allen is with the bills, it's going to be between us and Buffalo. Totally agree. Yeah. Gee, anything else? No, nothing else. I mean, I think we got everything covered. It was actually a really fun interview. It was really fun. Great conversation to have with you, Ali. Thank you so much for coming on. We do appreciate it. My Um, pleasure. I don't know if you drink beer or your husband drinks beer, but if so, we would love to send you some beer from out here from Sonoma County country. I would love that. Little care package. 
Just, yes, uh, please. <laughs> we'll, we'll put some uh some craft brews together, some IPAs, something light. Just let me know what you drink. We can we can create something for you. A nice little four pack for us. Um, again, if you want to go ahead and shout out and plug yourself where we can find you, any type of work you're working on. Yeah. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, 2022 fan of the year, Allison Goodman. Have at it. Have yourself up again. Yeah, so the most pressing issue right now is the NFL Fan of the Year voting process. So uh, we have one more week. So in a week from today, they're going to announce the winner. So please keep voting. NFL.com slash Fan of the Year is the easiest way to get there. And the voting is unlimited. So I appreciate every single vote so much. Um, I can be found at Doll Freaky on Twitter and Instagram. Allie Goodman on Facebook, though I don't get to the friend requests very often. <laughs> so Instagram or Twitter is going to be your best way. Um, you can also follow our local club, uh, Southwest Florida Dolphin Club on all of those outlets, as well as Dolphreaky's Friends. Um, so that's my charity. And um, you can visit dolfreakiesfriends.org to see what I'm doing and what I'm working on. And also um, the Dolphins Cancer Challenge, which is the NFL's biggest fundraiser, is coming up on the 25th of this month. So um, I am spearheading a team this year. Um, so we are South South Florida Dolphins United. And so, so far we've raised, I haven't checked the latest total, but almost $24,000 for cancer research for the University oh, yeah. of Miami Sylvester Cancer Center. So they do such good work. And um, this is a charity bike ride and also a 5K. And it is just so much fun. So if you're a Dolphins fan or, you know, anybody living in the Miami area and want to participate, hit me up. I can give you all the details. And that's it for now. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much. We'll put all the descriptions of everything that you just said. And your charity. And thank your you. charity down below. Uh, I'll definitely visit that personally. And me and my wife will do something for sure. Donate or whatnot. whatnot. Oh, thank um, you. Do you have anything else? That's it, man. Thank you very much. This was a great interview. Thank yeah, you guys so, so much. Awesome. I really yep. appreciate it. Congrats again. On thank have fun at the Super Bowl. The the Thanks. Have I will. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.